You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Before we begin, I'd love to highlight our sponsor, Jane, an all-in-one practice management software. The team at Jane recognizes how much of a compassionate ally you are to your clients and they work hard to be the same for you. From day one, you can expect unlimited customer support, thorough onboarding that sets you up for success, and a 99.99% software reliability that ensures Jane is always ready to start the day with you. Just as you are always learning and improving, Jane is too. The team at Jane values customer feedback and uses it to design even more helpful features. So you can think of Jane as a software that grows with you. If you're ready to start your Jane journey, you can head to jane.app slash start. And that is jane.app slash start and use the code NURSECEO at sign up for a one month grace period. Apply to your new account. All right, let's get back to the show. Hi, this is Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nurse Burners podcast. Today, we have Savannah Arroyo on with us from the Networth Nurse. Savannah, thanks so much for being here with us today. Hi, yeah, I'm stoked to be here. Yeah, I'm really, really excited. This is a, a topic that's near and dear to my heart, and uh, there's nobody out there that doesn't need like help with growing their wealth, for sure. <laughs> so yes. uh, yeah, I'm really excited to hear your backstory. So maybe first start off telling us um, about your background as a nurse. Yeah, definitely. So I really knew at a young age that I wanted to go into nursing. I loved it. Um, just love that care t- taking, always had huge empathy growing up, the compassion. And so I was really drawn towards a career in nursing. Um, so straight out of high school, I went in to pursue my degree at Sac State University. I graduated in 2013 um, with my bachelor's in nursing. And I even started working in the hospital. I was naturally drawn towards different process improvement and operations. I loved leading. And so really early on, I went back to school and I got my master's degree in nursing leadership and administration and had my eyes set on becoming a CNO. And so I was working at a hospital in Los Angeles, California, climbing that corporate ladder and working in different administrative roles and absolutely loving it. Although I do love patient care, I always loved providing support to my nurses and my team even more. That's really what where my passion was. And um, it was the beginning of 2020 after having my second daughter when priorities started to shift a little bit. Um, My husband and I were looking at our lives and our work schedules and it just didn't have a lot of flexibility to be around for our daughters growing up and we wanted that. So we started looking for alternative ways to build wealth so that we weren't as dependent on our W-2 income. I mean, for both my babies, I had to hand them over at three months old to go back to work at my nursing administrative job. Job, and it was a very demanding job. I was getting calls on at night and on the weekends. And so it really just wasn't feasible um, for, for the lifestyle that we wanted. And so we started educating ourselves on different ways to build wealth, um, stumbled upon real estate investing uh, for obvious reasons. It's one of the best ways out there to grow wealth and um, started purchasing real estate. And now I partner primarily with healthcare professionals to go out and buy real estate and grow wealth. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> That's quite the story. Um, I, I love it. Um, and, you know, when you were talking about your love for operations and process improvement, my first thought is like, oh, my God, I wish I'd met you like five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I would have hired you immediately. Um, but uh, OK, so and then you had your site set up. So what how did you um, you were an, a healthcare executive, um, but not quite at the CNO level. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, I was just in administration. And you thought, you know, you decided that you didn't want to go down that road. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. Does the hospital administration, does it get any better as you get higher up? Or <laughs> <laughs> um, Right. I mean, middle level management is, is very hard because you're hearing from the top down what you need to implement in your units and departments. And then from um, your direct reports, you have um, that insight as well. And so you're trying to serve uh, both parties, which can be um, a little challenging for sure. But I, I loved that piece. I mean, I loved um, looking at different process improvement things, different ways that we could provide additional support to the nursing staff and ancillary staff and different departments and that type of stuff. So no, it was a very, very rewarding career. I loved every minute of it, soaked up so much um, information and met a lot of amazing people along the way. Okay. Um, okay. So then you decided uh, you got into real estate. What was the first thing that you bought and how did you do this? Yeah, so um, we were sold on real estate investing, listening to podcasts, consuming books, um, trying to network and just read as much information as we could. And uh, we're really sold on it, but didn't have any money to start investing. And so it was um, further educating ourselves and talking to different people to see different ways where we could tap into capital in our lives. So um, I didn't even really know this at the time, but our primary residence that we had purchased in Los Angeles a couple of years prior, it had appreciated over $100,000. I didn't know you know, I didn't even know what equity was at this time that you could tap into it and use it to invest um, other investment properties. And so for us, it was talking to a savvy lender, realizing that we could take out $100,000 at a 4.5% interest rate and use it to invest in real estate. That's cash flowing us 20% um, average annualized return. So not only are we able to pay off that second mortgage, but then it's putting additional cash flow back into our pockets every month. So that was really a light bulb aha moment. And so um, took out a second mortgage on our home, dove into some different retirement accounts, both my husband and I, and started leveraging that debt and capital to go out and build a real estate portfolio. And then um, as we were doing it, started generating a lot of interest from friends and family, a lot of healthcare professionals that I was talking to and didn't even know this at the time, but syndications, real estate syndications are when people pool together their resources, um, people passively investing capital to go out and buy buildings like apartment complexes that you couldn't buy on your own. And in these real estate assets, there's a lot more reward and lower risk involved when you start doing uh, these larger type projects. And so that's really how we've partnered with a lot of healthcare professionals to go out and invest in real estate. Oh, I love that. So it's uh, like investing with friends um, yes. and reducing the risk. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so is it so you started investing in 2020 and, mm -hmm. you know, there was certainly a dip at that point when everybody's panicking over COVID, but then there was a surge um, in the interest rate. So is this still feasible at this time? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, it is, we were investing at the height of the pandemic. And I mean, there was definitely a lot of background noise from people in our lives who were thinking this was too risky or the unknown of what was happening with a huge pandemic. I mean, we, we didn't really know, but we had done enough underwriting and research and market analysis in real estate. There's so much risk that you can mitigate in real estate investing by doing proper market research, analysis on the numbers of the building, how it has historically performed, how you expect it to perform moving forward based on what the market is showing with inflation and, and um, interest rates and then also rising rents. Um, that type of stuff. And so there is a lot more control that you can have over these type of investments where, I mean, really one of the biggest oppositions that I get from healthcare professionals investing in their retirement accounts is them thinking it's extremely risky, where as over the last few years, we've seen indeed how risky uh, stocks and bonds are with um, different things that are going on with the economy. And so uh, real estate does offer a more hands-on approach to investors. Yeah, actually, um, you know, I, I totally relate to that because I've recently started divesting out of stocks because they are, they're so, they're all over the place and I have no idea which ones are good or not. And I, you know, I was following um, people that I thought knew what they were doing, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> if you, it, it's one of the reasons I started the business, right? Because I know what I can do and what I'm capable of and, and what kind of returns I can potentially get from me, but I don't know what all these other CEOs are doing. So, um Okay. So, and, and then I, the other thing I did was I did buy into a syndication as well. Um, and so you started a group called, is it the Willow Investment? Yep, exactly. All right. Tell me about it and how you decided that it time for this. Yeah, definitely. So it was really getting a lot of interest from friends and family, um, knowing that we were investing in real estate, but them not wanting to go out and find the properties and analyze them and get the financing for them and essentially do all the work, right? But we love doing the work. And so it really creates this perfect partnerships, these real estate syndications for people who want to passively invest, take a more backseat approach, um, but give their money to someone who they've vetted out, who um, has experience in the space and who enjoys going out and flipping these apartment complexes, which is what we do. Um, so when we early on, when we saw that there was interest from friends and family, we, my husband and I invested $30,000 into a coaching program so we could learn how to do this the right way. So there's a lot of legalities, you know, raising capital from other people. We wanted to make sure that we were going about this with a mentorship from people with decades, years of experience in the space, especially us coming into real estate. So novice and kind of learning as we go. And so um, went through a really extensive coaching program um, beginning of 2020. And since we have now five apartment complexes, we have a storage facility, we're getting ready to sell one of our first ones. Um, we've raised over four and a half million dollars, primarily from other healthcare professionals. We have tons of family and friends in our deal. We also invest very heavily in each of our investments. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what our portfolio looks like in our growth. Yeah, I love that. Um, and that that was one of the questions I was going to ask you is, you know, um, you know, what, why you guys, why trust you guys? And, you know, I'm, I'm always very, um, you know, when people know what they're talking about, and they've invested in learning and understanding what it is, I mean, there's no reason why, you know, you just want to be able to trust. And that goes back to what I was just saying, like, trust the person that you're giving your money to. And that's one of the biggest problems with these stock markets is that you have no idea <laughs> what's going on in here, but this is way more personal. Um, people know you, they get to know you. 
uh, and they can see that you have your own money in as well. So it, it's you're very invested in making this work. Yeah, exactly. And that's really been the whole premise and foundation of my personal brand, The Net Worth Nurse, is to be very transparent with me and my life as a mom, as an investor, um, going out and building a business as a nurse. Um, I showcase a lot of my journey on my social media profile. So I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, even TikTok. Um, and it's really, for me, a great opportunity to educate. I have found that a lot of nurses coming into real estate investing, maybe wanting to jump in and start growing their wealth, they don't really have the basic financial principles or understanding. I mean, I was working as a nurse administrator through the COVID pandemic, and it really opened, I mean, we were in a position where we were shutting down the cath lab and elective surgeries um, because we didn't know what was happening. And I had to lay off staff and it really opened literally my office door to hundreds of conversations with healthcare professionals who really didn't have the basic financial understanding and principles. And so I'm very huge on education. Um, I mean, you can't get started in real estate investing if you don't know how to set up a budget. And I can't even tell you how many nurses have not set up a budget literally because they don't want to look at where their money is going. Um, and so for me, everything I do, like on my website and the content that I produce is all about education. So I have tons of blogs, videos, I do meetups, and it's really just um, destigmatizing money in general. Some people feel this taboo that's centered around it. They feel maybe embarrassed about talking openly about their money. And I really try and lower those barriers. Yeah, it's a really important conversation to have. And as nurses and having, you know, our value tied to the bed, you know, the uh, the cost of the bed in the hospital system, we don't really see, you know, the value or the worth of what we're bringing to the table. And that translates as well into um, our daily lives. And I know I, and many nurses are the same way, we, you know, we all have like three, four or five jobs. But, you know, I was living up or down to whatever that income was. And, you know, if I was working five jobs and I had all this money and I was spending all this money and then I'd get rid of three jobs and then I'm in debt. And, you know, it was just like this yo-yo. And, you know, there wasn't a real sense of what else can I do with my money? Um, and, you know, this sounds like a, a great way to even just take some of that money and, and put it aside, start, um, start putting it to good use so that you do have more money coming in and you don't have to work five jobs to have the same amount of income. Yeah, definitely. And it's really just diversification. It's growing at a different rate. I mean, um, our investments uh, usually perform 15 to 20% average annualized returns. So that's not the number you'd want to compare to the stock market, which historically has done about 7 to 8%. So it's a great way that you can diversify your investments. We have people that can invest in real estate through old retirement accounts. So it's really just the knowledge of learning different ways that you can tap into this capital and put it to work for you. I mean, that's really what I stress with healthcare professionals because they work so hard. They can literally save lives. But I, I mean, so many of them are living paycheck to paycheck because they don't know how to manage their money. And so really just shedding light on the different ways that you can take your money and put it to work for you in these type of investments. I mean, I can't tell you how many nurses I've talked to who have $50,000, $100,000 just sitting in a savings account. And it's that re-education piece of, hey, that money 
money that's sitting in a savings account with the way inflation is going right now, you're losing money on that. There's no yeah. savings account that's earning you enough um, interest to make it worth it for that. Where instead, if you take that money and put it in a proven investment that you're vetting out, uh, talking to the operator, you can go and visit the real estate deal, all that stuff. You take that money and now put it in this asset class that's working for you. That's really how you start building huge wealth. Right. Yeah. Cause you don't want large amounts of money just sitting around. I mean, that just happened with inflation. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> the money that we had five years ago is not the same money today. And, and you, no. you see that every time you go out to the dinner, I'm like, this dinner costs too much. I, yes, feel, I feel like my grandparents like, how does this cost so much? You know, I'm like, I think this is the new normal. It's now like $50 just to go out to McDonald's or something, you know, it's ridiculous. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Um, so, and you said something about not wanting to look at the numbers and I can totally relate to that. Uh, and it was hard for me because in my personal life, I do have a, you know, I'm, I can be impulsive and just want to go out and if there's money in my bank account, I want to spend it. So I always have to hide it. So <laughs> it's not there because otherwise it does get spent. Um, but one of the problems I had when I started my business was, not wanting to look at the numbers, right? Mm. Like not wanted to know, because yep. I felt like if I knew the answer to the numbers, then I would put a like cap on my dream. Like I wouldn't be able to do this, that, or the other thing. Cause I couldn't afford it type of thing. And I, do you see other kind of stories like that? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, the majority of them. I can't even tell you, I mean, working at the hospital and hopping into the cath lab and one of the uh, cardiologists there was telling, oh, I heard you do real estate investments. I need to talk to you because I don't know anything about what's going on with my money. You know, a cardiologist who's out here literally saving lives is telling this to me. And it's just so ironic because, I mean, we're never taught this in school, which is so unfortunate. And then it, it kind of puts people, especially uh, physicians and, and nurses, nurses where they feel like, hey, I'm educated enough that I should know this information, but I don't. And then it, it creates this huge, I mean, embarrassment gap type thing. And so, um, yeah, just kind of lowering the stigma is huge by openly talking about it and having conversations um, has been big. But yeah, I mean, education is really the foundation of all of that. It's just showing people. And I, I always tell nurses and healthcare professionals, they make the best investors because they're so proactive. They're organized. They know how to delegate. Um, and there's just different different ways that you can have more ownership over your financial future by day-to-day -day things like setting up a budget, you know, checking in on your credit score. What does that look like? Setting goals. I mean, goals is huge. And really what we've kind of enveloped into our framework is uh, we throw a clinical spin on it. So assess, diagnose, prioritize, and prosper is really our framework for um, investments and, and building wealth. And so the first piece is assessment, like assessing where you are. I mean, you really can't take any action action until you really see where you're at. And so um, we have great tools where you can take some different surveys and plug in and it gets gives you a report card and that type of stuff. And then you can get your diagnosis and then you see, okay, where you stand next to other people and then uh, prioritize. So then action items, like what do you do? This is where you're at. Like what can you do to get further towards your goals and then really how to prosper? So um, yes, I healthcare professionals are in a great position to build wealth. It's really just learning how. Yep. So talk a little bit about uh, retirement accounts and how you leverage those to help people get started. 
Yeah. Um, and this is something that I, I really learned and was able to do myself and also help a lot of healthcare professionals do. So um, especially a lot of nurses and healthcare professionals, they work many jobs and you have old retirement accounts and they're just kind of sitting in the background collecting dust and people don't think you can really do anything with these. But really you can go on and with a click of a button, literally you convert it into a rollover IRA. So I did this, I worked at a Sutter Health in um, Central California, left there, went on Fidelity with a click of a button, move those that old 401k account into a rollover IRA. Then at that point, you can convert it into a self-directed IRA. Um, and that's just a different custodian that you're moving your money into and that you can have more control and ownership over. So you can use it to invest in different commodities like gold, jewels, and real estate is one of them. So it provides you as an investor, if you're wanting a little bit more control over your investments, you can take those old retirement accounts, convert them into the self directed IRAs and then use it to invest in real estate and these syndication deals, which is a great way for it to grow wealth. Um, like I mentioned, our returns 15 to 20% as opposed to the seven, six, 7%. The only caveat with this is any returns that you're getting, say, from real estate syndication investments are going back into that retirement account. So technically, you can't touch it until you're 59 and a half. But again, it's a great way to diversify and grow those funds at a way better rate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's still worth it. Um, so I but are you able to convert um, a an, a 401k that you have at a job that you are right now? Can you convert that into a self-directed? Nope. Uh, uh, you have to leave. Yep. Oh. <laughs> uh, know. You know, I feel like I left a lot of IRAs uh, in my wake when I had multiple different jobs and went in my 20s and didn't realize I was contributing to an IRA and then it's probably still out there somewhere, I guess, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. When I die. Um, all right. So now you also teach uh, personal finance. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And what do you, how do you teach it? Like how, how do you even get started with people um, in with personal finance? Yeah. So really um, the evolution of my real estate business has opened my eyes to really the lack of financial literacy for healthcare professionals. I mean, really as society as a whole, because we're not taught this in school, but I am really, I've obviously am very passionate about the healthcare community. And so um, I've used my real estate business to build a startup. And so Invest Health is my financial wellness uh, company. It's a B2B product. So we're going directly to employers to in integrate financial wellness into benefit systems for nurses through staffing agencies, healthcare organizations, and then even like universities like nursing schools and med schools. Um, so our financial wellness platform has the framework that I mentioned earlier, the assess, diagnose, prioritize, and prosper. And so on our platform, uh, we have the ability to do a little survey and then it spits out a diagnosis. Um, and then with the action items and uh, different gamification features where uh, you can get different resources and um, start checking off those items towards building wealth. Uh, I love that. I mean, that is so amazing. And, and you know, what you keep, you've mentioned a couple of times is the lack of, of education there is out there on finances, which is ironic given that we're such a capital country. Um, and, yes. <laughs> you know, it's like it's stuff we should be learning from day one. Um, but yeah, everybody's got so many, like you had said before, taboos and stigma around talking about money. So it, it's really refreshing to hear um, what people are doing and how they're managing their money, because it can't be it can't be everybody in the stock market, because that's so up and down and all over the place. It's crazy. Um, 
Now, how do you feel? Um, I mean, you feel real estate in the next like five, 10, 20 years going forward is going to be a, a strong investment? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even the COVID pandemic proved that it bounced back really fast, especially multifamily, which is what we do. Um, there's just a national housing shortage. So there's just not enough homes for people to live in. And so for multifamily real estate, these apartment complexes, I mean, there's so much opportunity. For instance, we're buying in markets where the home ownership rate is less than 40%, meaning that the majority of the people that are living in these cities where we're buying real estate, they're renting they're, they have to rent. And so um, being able to provide affordable housing, um, and we're going out and flipping apartment buildings. So really just looking to kind of improve the community in that respect as well. But yeah, um, even throughout the, if you look back at the 2008 crash, um, multifamily was one of the first asset classes to bounce back after that as well. So real estate, there's just a lot of opportunity there, um, huge tax imp uh, returns implications as well. Um, and kind of going back to what you don't know what you don't know. I mean, the tax code is 5,800 pages long. 95% of the tax code shows people how to avoid paying taxes. But the most people don't look into it and know how to do it and understand it. And real estate is one of those great ways where the government really incentivizes real estate investors because you're out there providing housing for people. You're stimulating the economy by flipping these apartment buildings. And so there's a lot of incentive for real estate investing in general. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that too. I'm like, somehow the tax code doesn't work that way for me, but you know, it's just, <laughs> I know it's written for small businesses, particularly and real estate. So um, yeah, definitely two great places to be uh, involved in. Um, now, if people are interested in working with you, like how do they get started? What do they do? What are kind of their first steps? Yeah, definitely. I love connecting with healthcare professionals on any respect, whether it's coaching into your own real estate or you want to hop in a real estate deal with us. If you just want to chat options, um, more than happy to connect. Social media is really the best way to get a hold of me. Um, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok. Um, and my email is Savannah at the Networth Nurse. Um, I have a couple websites that have a ton of information on, um, blogs. I post on my social media accounts a lot of different things too. But yeah, happy Hi, to connect. Welcome to I love it. Um, so yeah, and I, I would definitely, I mean, your website looks awesome. They've got information on real estate, personal finance. Um, I mean, this is definitely... I feel like nurses need to come here before they come to, to nursepreneurs because you need <laughs> you need this <laughs> kind of money to start your business uh, to keep growing your wealth and then buy more real estate so that we have like a, a very circular relationship. <laughs> you can come to me, I give back to you. And, and <laughs> so, I like it. Um, all right, Savannah. Well, thank you so much for sharing this with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Just all about empowering nurses. I've seen what this information has done to my life. It's provided me so much more time, freedom, and flexibility with my family. I'm just so grateful every day for having the motivation to move into this space and overcome and learn. And so, yeah, my biggest passion is now just sharing it with other healthcare professionals who want to build wealth, want more time freedom, um, stuff like that. So yeah, happy to connect with anyone interested. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks. This is Katie Harris saying thanks for listening. Remember, if you're a nurse who is ready to start this type of business that you heard about here today on this podcast or 
any other idea that is burning a fire inside of you, let's talk it out. Click the link inside the show notes to schedule your private discovery call with my team. No sales. This call is just to determine what your idea is and if we can help. Until next time, keep making your impact, nursepreneurs.